Good morning. It is Monday, 7.22 a.m., February 10th. I hope you all had a good week. I know I did. Um, It was good in that I managed to get a lot done, and I worked my ass off, but I was also sick. I was really... My body was under the weather, so... Big wheel keep on turning. You still have to work. You still got to do all the stuff. Um, and I'm grateful for for the flow. Um, yeah, I was just... I needed to take the time off, partially from the podcast, because <laughs> for most of the week I had laryngitis, or my voice would... Then my voice would sometimes sound like a teen boy. And I could kind of start to temper it a little bit. So I I sounded somewhat normal, but then it would squeak. So can't have that. So yeah, last night I ventured out. I actually ventured out at three in the afternoon because I was like, oh my gosh, yes, it's Oscars today. And... I hot-footed it on down to the the knockout, which is probably one of my least favorite bars in the city, but they do have a pretty awesome Oscars party there. Tracy, I checked in with her before going just to make sure that she was going to be there and that she was bringing her dip, and both things were true. So after I got that confirmation, I put on some clothes. Well, I took a shower, put on some clothes, then hot-footed it on over there. Um, Tracy's dip was there in all its glory. It was in a smaller square Cambro. Um, She made enough for one person. (laughs) Actually... um, it was probably enough for about six people. Um, she had the bartender open the bar early so we could watch red carpet. And so, yeah, I got there as soon as possible. Um, I don't remember all the people who were nominated and all that. I did do a little, um, kind of like, a pool where you pay $10 and you see who's going to win, you know, um, by writing on this elaborate sheet, guessing who is going to win. Um, it was already printed out and everything. It's kind of high tech. Um, then Omar brought the popcorn machine around 4.15. Um, but I didn't even really touch the popcorn until all of Tracy's dip was gone because here's the thing with a dip. You have to get in on it before others do. Otherwise, you won't get any. Um, so I had four generous helpings of the dip, and I don't even care. You know, it was good. Um, and Tracy had several helpings of the dip, too, which she deserved. Um So for those of you guys that don't know about Tracy's dip, it is a creamy spinach dip. It is white as snow with dark green spinach in it. 
and it has it has sometimes varies in texture sometimes it can be kind of more like a cat a cold casserole type thing where it's a little bit more solid and then this this time for this event it was a bit more creamy it's so good i think oh her her rascally boyfriend chris oh, he almost gave away the recipe and i was like don't do that don't do that this is tracy's special recipe and i was like how does he know how it's made he he has the privilege of standing there in the kitchen and watching her make it that's how but i do believe that it has a bit of sour cream, a tiny bit of mayo, a little bit of cream cheese. I think this time the ratio was more sour cream. And then it seems like it has some kind of grated cheese in it or something. It's so good. It's so good. And then we had it with um, the double crispy ruffles, which they're like basically just like a the size of a waffle fry or something but they're like chips so here's what I have to say about the red carpet there's a lady who was wearing a dress to match the red carpet <laughs> that looked like lasagna she looked like a lasagna noodle um, she's a beautiful woman the dress I'm sure up close has gorgeous construction but I was not feeling the lasagna um, I was not in the mood for that kind of food on the red carpet everyone else was pretty tame you know um, I liked busy Phillips dress it was you know this gold lurex pleated number she looked fabulous um, I love it when people that are not tiny wear clothes that are figure like form fitting, you know, that are super, that are kind of on the tight side, like show those curves, you know, no need to hide behind a, you know, a bow or something. And most of the Oscars seem to have gone to Bong Joon Hook. Um, part of my, I think that's how it's pronounced, Bong Joon, Bong Joon Hook. Um, which I think he was deserving of uh, because Parasite was an amazing film. I loved it. It had all, all the things that you want in a cinematic experience. Um, for costumes, Sandy Powell won the costumes for The Irishman. Um, Sandy's won many, many times. I believe she did the costumes for Orlando, and she, she started out, doing costumes for Derek Jarman's films. He's, uh, he was like a punk rock filmmaker uh, who kind of, that's where Tilda got her start and that's where Sandy got her start too. So um, personally though, I, I thought they did a decent job on the costumes in The Irishman, but I mean, basically you're just dressing a bunch of old farts, you know? It's like, what do old farts wear? You know? <laughs> so, um, I wish that she had won for something more magnificent. I, even though I refused to see the Little Women movie, I put it down be, as the best costumes in hope of winning the bet. Um, but yeah, 
blah, blah, blah. Um, I refuse to see little women. It's, there's so much wrong with the way that it was presented. And I'm not a, a fan of Greta Gerwig's work. She's like basically the new Lena Dunham. And yeah, I don't need to see the entire cast of Big Little Lies on the big screen. It just gives my eyes a rest. And Meryl Streep was so egregious in Big Little Lies. Like the character she played was so maddening that I almost don't want to even see Meryl Streep in a film again. That's so, yeah, I'm not going to watch her be a spinster, you know, like on the big screen and I like the 90s version of Little Women the best I think that's my favorite um, and they should change the title to Little White Women Little White Women who are oblivious to the suffering of enslaved black people during the Civil War era is what it should be called um, <laughs> that's that's what they should rename the film um, because that's what that is what the book is basically um it is complete whitewashing so it would be refreshing if they had little women be you know freed black women living in baltimore or something it's not much of a stretch um you know they need to really do something innovative in order for me to watch another yet another version of little women so i had my first white claw last night um it tastes kind of like a sports drink i had i think three of them after having two manhattans um it didn't really hit me until i got home i think uh, Tracy and I went and got a burrito and um, yeah I just I was really feeling it all of a sudden I was just like ooh and then I went to sleep at around 10 so I've been going to bed really early anyway um, it has been it has been really it, it's strange working from home and also being sick because you could still do a lot of the I could still do a lot of the things from bed basically um but yeah little little things just kind of fall by the wayside so I'm looking forward to thoroughly cleaning my house today and getting that sorted out um a lot of people in, in the city have been sick and are it's kind of like cycling so cycling through so Irina had it the week before I did and now she's better and I had it last week and now I'm better um but yeah the week before I right when I started getting sick um I drove down or I was driven because I don't know I don't know how to drive I was driven uh in Leah's car with Leah to um, Nevada City to have kind of an early celebration of Taylor and Jen's birthday. So um, it was it was really cool. 
and I am glad that I got to go. Even though I started, I, right when I left, I started feeling something weird in my throat, but I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll go, you know, um, Leah was fully not feeling well. She was fully sick and I felt bad for her because, you know, I don't know what it's like to drive sick, but I'm, I've ridden my bike sick and that's not fun. Um, so I did my best to, um, keep her spirits up and not be too annoying in the car, you know, um, sometimes I feel bad when driving long distances with someone because I don't know how to drive and that would have been a good opportunity for me to take the wheel so she could relax um so yeah I'm grateful for that and then we stayed at Leah's house and she has a house that she has shared with her business partners and um it was quite beautiful so when you get to Nevada City, you go down all these different roads. They're long and winding, you know, no lights. It's dark. You see the stars. Um, and her house looks, it looks really tiny from the front. It looks like a little tiny brown house. And I'm like, you know, thinking it's cozy. Well, I hope there's bunk beds in there. And then when you get in there, the thing is like a sprawling ranch house. And... She and Amber and Ryan, her partners, all worked together to beautify the home. And they did a a fantastic job. And um, they, Amber and Ryan, they live in Vallejo. So they get to go to the house more often. And Leah has hardly gotten to go there at all. So um, I'm glad that she got use of the house because she's been working like crazy. Um, so we get in there and it has this really welcoming, simple style of decor, I guess, kind of like a California casual style. Uh, there's kind of like a, a softly glazed tile floors. There's beams on the ceiling that kind of it definitely it just has a very casual ranch vibe um you go into the living room on the left hand side was it the uh actually it's the right hand side excuse me go into the living room and you know there's uh two couches there's a little sink a hand sink in the living room which i thought was really cool and then there's a loft that sleeps two people in the living room. And then there's two little couches or some sort of like uh, casual California style seating. And then there's a bathroom. And someone had put rocks in the sink as a decor accent, but I had I moved the rocks out of the way. Um, the bathroom was, everything was just, you know, very pretty and very nice. It was very simple very very simple which I which I appreciate it I'm my style of decor is not simple so I'm I'm literally in awe when I go into a house that has the simplicity to it and then I got to pick which room I wanted to stay in 
because uh, Leah and I were the first people there. And I decided to stay in the room that was nearest to the living room. And I, yeah, the bed was really, it's like a double bed. It had like a Hudson Bay blanket on it over like a plain duvet cover. There were two little benches that had sheep fleeces on them. So I think I chose well. My bed was very comfy and I slept very well. And then I, we went into the kitchen, which it looked like Tori had worked her decor magic on there. Tori has now moved to Nevada City and she occasionally um, helps out at the house, at Leah's house. So um, Leah had this huge shelf made that's real tall. I don't know, maybe it's eight or nine feet tall. And it is perfect for organizing all of your kitchen wares. Uh, she, Tori had arranged on the shelf all the ceramics. So I'm assuming or guessing a lot of them were California ceramics. Um, you know, so they're, they're chunky. They have like a chunky appeal to them. <laughs> and then below are these well-appointed shelves that are attached to the, the unit. So it, it was cool to see the piece up close and personal. Then there was a very round glass table in the center. And then there then that was surrounded by the stove and the sink and the fridge. <clears throat> it, it was a great gas stove. So when as soon as, you know, we settled in, made a pot of uh, chopped ginger and lemon and... I started to drink it too, kind of as a precaution. Because so I was like, what if I start getting sick too? And also there's that coronavirus happening. So you're like, oh, what if some of us get the corona? Which um, fortunately we do not have that. So we got that pot boiling. And Leah gave me a little tour of some of the you know of the rooms there's another loft in the kitchen there's a wood burning stove in the kitchen i cannot believe i forgot about that the wood burning stove it has a little plaque on it that says country which i thought was so cute um and i just love the coziness of that so we spent most of our time during the trip around the hearth <laughs> We were we were loving our kitchen time. That's pretty much where everyone gravitates to. You know, it's cozy in there. And then she showed me the downstairs. The downstairs has the, a white floor with orange and blue speckles that have been hand painted on there. Uh, all all three of them, Leah, Amber, and Ryan, they all work together making this house beautiful and that was one of the things they painted together and then it was time for Leah to take a bath uh, the bath there's another bathroom and it has a sunken bathtub in there um, and yeah the, the bath it was bath time was needed and then I took a bath after because I don't have a bathtub I, I have a shower uh, at my house, so I was like, any chance to bathe, you know, even if it's not my annual bath, <laughs> I'll do it. Um, and then Taylor and Burke and Jen arrived, and 
you know, we basically showed them the place and Taylor and Burke decided to sleep near the kitchen. There's a room off the kitchen. And then Jen slept in this room that was kind of, where is that kind of between, like in the middle of the house. And yeah, it was, so everyone had their own room. And then Leah decided to sequester herself downstairs in the spare room down in the basement. So everyone had their own, had privacy, which was really, really nice. Um, before, okay, before Leah and her partners moved into the house, apparently the kitchen was a bright lemon yellow and the living room was like an orangey peach and then the dining room was like a weird blue color. And there was a bed in the living room and it was all kinds of crazy apparently because the house had been feng shuied um and the person who had owned the house said that it was perfectly feng shuied and that those colors were the exact colors you need for your feng shui and i'm like i know a little bit about feng shui but i'm very relieved that they painted it kind of like a whitish cream color everywhere looked a lot better everything was a massive improvement (coughs) pardon me I guess I'm still not a tip top as I thought um so then yeah we the rest we stayed for two days and yeah we cooked I brought my fondue pot so made fondue um, we went on a grocery shopping rampage and we got two dozen eggs. We got two roasted chickens. We got a buttload of cheese. I think we got enough cheese to fill a grocery cart. Um, did we get bacon? We got bacon. Um, we got more food than we could possibly eat. Um, Jen brought some organic wine from Ruby Wine. And you know what? A lot of it tasted like kombucha to me, but I drank it. And it was delicious. I don't think it gave me, had the same effect on me as regular wine does. Um, and then I lost my voice. Yeah, lost my voice. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, um, there were times when I missed my voice. Um, there were times when people were singing at the kitchen table that I wished that I could join them. And I'm sure they were glad that I'd lost my voice on that account, but I wanted to sing along. Um, but other than that, I still managed to have a really good time. Um, Jen was very impassioned about the homelessness problem, is still impassioned about the homelessness problem here in San Francisco. It is out of control, and there are some shelters that are taking advantage of families. So uh, she relayed some of those issues to me, and it really touched my heart. There was a 
okay, dinner time, blah, blah, blah. Um, Tori and Dave and the little dog, Dovey, came from their house to the house where we were. And they stayed for two hours um, and, you know, joined us for fondue. And then we all played a round of that game that I'm horrible at. The one where you stick a celebrity name on your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. And it's, I mean, it's a stumper. It's a stumper. <laughs> I got Bob Marley as mine. Um, it's weird because, you know, it's supposed to be celebrities that are super, super recognizable. But if you don't know who you are, you just don't know who you are. But finally, with some subtle cues and clues from Taylor, I was able to guess what it was and who I was. Um, but yeah, that those that game goes on for a long time. I feel like those games, there were let's see, like seven of us or something. Yeah, that game went well went on. Sweet. Yeah, seven, forever, maybe I don't know. It it seems like the game seems like it goes on for at least five hours, but I know that's not true. It's just how it feels. Then Taylor brought in a bug, or there was a bug that was there, a stink bug, and you know, they're not for everybody. It landed on Burke. I was kind of freaked out a little bit by it. I I like butterflies. I like ladybugs. But Taylor um, is kind of a hobbyist when it comes to insects. And she does not mind, um, I guess, playing with them. Not in a mean way, but, you know, just bugs are my friend. But it just, it, it's it's too much for me. It's, it's too much. It's kind of a mind fuck. Um, fortunately the bug was removed, but then the bug came back the next morning. Um, and then we went to bed again and then we woke up and we made a bunch of eggs. Actually, I ate a bunch of eggs that were made and there was kale and, pardon me, then we went for a walk in Nevada City, um, we went into town. I forget. It's getting a little blurry because it was over a week ago. Oh yeah, we went to we went to a hippie coffee stand, and there's this like Ma Kettle type lady. She looked like Ma Kettle, but was wearing a tie dye dress. And she and the person that she that was in line, they were both in line ahead of us all. They were being really inconsiderate. And they were super just talking performatively about, you know, self-care and being a yogini and yoga and tempeh. <laughs> I was just like... 
okay, it's obvious you've already ordered, but instead of waiting waiting for your order after you've placed your order, we're going to wait for, we, we were, they're basically imposing upon us to wait for them to finish talking and wait until their order was completed and filled. And then we would be able to order. So basically they were wasting our time. So we left, we went to a little cafe that was hopping and bopping. Um, we were served by a ponytailed guy. We had these massive egg and cheese melt things with a chicken and whatnot. Um, Taylor had one with lobster. We gorged ourselves. And then we headed back. And then so the next the next day, we went to um, we went back to that hippie coffee stand. And guess what? Mama Kettle was still there. She was there. Um, but this time she had finished her order. And then off to the side, there's a little, little tiny shack where you can, I mean, you're presumably can go there and drink your coffee. Um, so we're like, let's wait inside. Let's go inside and see what it's like. It was so tiny. It's the, maybe a six by 12 foot room and Ma Kettle was in there again she was she's everywhere and she had her laptop and she's got a very foreboding presence and I felt like I was walking into her office or something so we decided to leave she's she's a whole lot of woman you know what I mean like just maybe six four a giantess of sorts, massive tie-dye. So, yeah. So then, yeah, we, we took a hike on a trail and, um, it was so beautiful. There was so many different types of moss there. And that was just with me, Taylor and Burke. And then we went back to the house to gather our stuff and then we said goodbye to Leah and then we started home and we stopped at a thrift store and did some great thrifting everything's cheaper in Nevada City everything and then we got some frozen chai which I thought was really interesting like a chai shake a chai milkshake you know and then we hit some Super Bowl traffic. They weren't letting us get get back. Um, they weren't letting us exit. So yeah, it was it was quite an ordeal getting back. Um, but we made it. And then I started being really sick. As soon as I got in the door, I just really felt sick, and was sick then for the entire week. But I'm so grateful to be feeling better now, even though I'm not quite tip-top. But I'm grateful for the health that I do have. And, oh my God, I don't ever want to be sick like that again. But I know I will be next year. Happens every year. Just glad it wasn't the coronavirus. Um, so yeah, I am on day 17 
of 21 Days of Abundance. It's this Deepak Chopra thing. And I really like it and I wanted to recommend it to you guys. Um, there, if you go, you can like, you're supposed to join a group, but I don't have time for that. Um, to gather people together. And so I just have been doing it solitary. Um, but all the, all the, uh, all the videos, all the meditations are on YouTube. Um, I think you can also get an app for it too. I've just been doing it on YouTube and then I looked at a a blog called Hello Magic or something like that that has the instructions for each day. So basically it's just a small 15-minute meditation with a little bit of like homework that you write it down. Um you know, there's like a little assignment, but I want to encourage you guys to do it because it's really it really gets you in a positive headspace for the day. And if you're already in a positive ha- headspace, which usually I am when I wake up, it amplifies that and it gets gets you ready. Um, I also deal with anxiety a lot, partially from my business, I think. Sometimes people don't realize, but... Um, you know, you're basically waiting, waiting for them to return. It'll be something like someone will want to buy like six items. And then, you know, you tell them the shipping, which is like inexpensive, but you tell them the shipping and then you just don't hear from them. And, you know, this is after giving extensive measurements and more close-ups and basically, you know, answering all their questions and then yeah it kind of produces anxiety you know so that's my issue that I deal with in my work um or you know maybe a cyber troll will can kind of bring my vibration down a bit um but I noticed that doing this 21 days of abundance has helped me with the anxiety because it I let go of a lot of the the fear of not having enough. Um, I let go of the fear of, um, you know, my business going down. Um, I let go of, like, the fear of never getting a sale again, which when I say those fears now, those fears seem silly, you know, because that's not the reality Um, so wherever you're at in your life, whether you have your own business, whether you're fun employed or you're working for a wage, everybody has their own thing that they deal with. And the abundance is what keeps the universe going. And that's why we're all here. And it helps me realize that, you know, there's so much more out there. Anyway, I've got to start my day. I've got to prepare the studio for a couple people to come and shop. And then I've got to do shipping. I have someone come and help me do shipping, which is great. I've got a lot of shipments to take care of. Um, 
I was really, really sick on some days that were normally my shipping days, so I basically couldn't get out of bed. Um, but anyway, I hope you all have an awesome week. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. Bye-bye.